So a lot of people don't find this very attractive when a priest goes on retreat, but I was on retreat a couple of weeks ago, and they don't find it very attractive that I went to somewhere warm. I was in Florida, and it felt great. And the other thing they probably wouldn't find very attractive is that I got drunk while I was there. But not the kind of drunk that you all think. I got drunk on Jesus. You know, when we say things, we have to baptize them and and get to the point of not being so worldly. I actually renounced drinking for this year of 2021 because I've just seen so many people hurting from the side effects of alcohol. But I got drunk, particularly on a writer I am just absolutely fascinated with. And in his book, The Way of the Disciple, he actually writes about our gospel reading today because I think a lot of us have in our hearts the question, why does Jesus put us in boats with storms? Why does Jesus do that? And this is what the writer, Father Simeon, or his normal name, apparently his normal name is Erasmo Lieva Merikaki, says. In his book, he says, for mysterious reasons of his own, Jesus wanted to expose his friends to mortal fear. Like a lot of us, we fear COVID more than we fear death. That's not good. He goes on further to say he wanted to teach them things essential to faith, like we hear about in our first reading today, things that can be learned only in this way by suffering them in one's own flesh. He said we have here an obvious instance of the word being a scalpel that intervenes in our sick being so as to heal it. So the Lord allows you and I to suffer to heal us, particularly of our fears. He goes on further to say Jesus is probing the souls of his disciples in order to ascertain what point fear and distrust need to be exercised so they can be replaced with joy and trust in him and in his Father so that that joy and trust may begin to grow. So in the midst of the storm, Jesus sleeps. He pretends not to realize, pretends to be indifferent, unconcerned. And yet there he is in the same boat with them, very much a man undergoing the same storm, What a marvelous image, says Father Simeon, of what our own trust in God should be, thus to sleep in a raging storm. He says, here we see clearly that trust is no abstract mental virtue, but a radical act of self-entrustment, but a radical act of self-entrustment of depositing one's being into the hands of God's God precisely when the human speaking, the circumstances would seem to call on the greatest self-initiative and self-management. I got this. I don't need your help, right? He says that you and I need to repent. The first words of Jesus' public ministry we just heard last weekend where repent and believe in the good news. Have a metanoia, have a change of heart, a change of mind, because Jesus said that prayer on the cross, right? Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. So the storm anticipates the cataclysm of Calvary, 
but in a more didactic mode that still omits dialogue. He said, at Calvary, Jesus would be wholly engulfed by the waves, not of the water, but now of suffering. He says, if we admit Christ Christ into the boat of our life, for him to sail with us, even the most tormented moments at the surface of the emotions can coexist with a deep calm. The deep sleep of Jesus, will, that, a will that rests like Jesus in the bosom of the Eternal Father. He says, in any event, is there any other hope for us? While the Son of Man cannot rest in material nests and lairs like the birds and the foxes, he finds his rest paradoxically on the high seas of divine obedience and adventure. So he says we, we must strive to find a happiness that does not vanish every time a tragedy or even mild reversal in our expectation occurs. We cannot surrender our souls as hostages to the winds of the world's waves. I love that. We cannot understand our souls or surrender our souls as hostages to the whims of the world's waves to float upon them like helpless corks. So Jesus offers us happiness and joy, grounded first in the trust of his Father and in the faith despite appearances to the contrary, he is really there with us. Although his manner might be silent and discreet, there watching over our welfare and guiding our path toward the other shore, which is the kingdom of heaven. He says the stakes are high and the price in self-surrendering is utterly worth paying. So we must repent, my friends, for all the times that we have not trusted in Jesus, for all the times we have not believed in faith that he's with us, with us in the, the boats of the storms of our lives, For all the times we have not abandoned ourselves to God's providence, for all the times we have chosen to rely on our own selves and the material things of this world, because those things don't allow you and I to rest on the the heart of the Father, the bosom of the Father. So how do we repent? That's a really good question. So I just want to give you a simple model. I call it the Nike model. So if you know Nike, the company, I'm not a huge fan of their political views. They're pretty awful and anti-Catholic. But their, their motto is just do it, right? Just do it. So if you want to enter into the life of joy and the adventure with the Lord, let us stand and offer our prayers and petitions right now with a repentant heart. So please stand as we offer our prayers. And our response to these prayers will be, Lord, have mercy on me. So let's try that right now. Lord, have mercy on me. So we pray, Jesus, we are sorry for not totally trusting you. So we pray, Lord, have mercy on me. Jesus, we are sorry for being prideful and not asking for help from you or from your mystical body, the church. 
So we pray. Jesus, we are sorry for relying upon ourselves and not totally on you. So we pray. Jesus, we are sorry for taking our eyes off of you during the storms of our life. So we pray. Jesus, we are sorry for not spending more time with you in prayer, especially with your holy word in scripture. So we pray. Jesus, we are sorry for not asking Mary and Joseph and all the saints for more help. So we pray. Jesus, we are sorry for judging others and not dying to self to get to know them. So we pray. Jesus, we are sorry for not following you with more joy and hope and for not sharing that gift of faith with others more readily. So we pray. Jesus, we are sorry for thinking that this world is all that there is. So we pray. Jesus, we are sorry for believing that we always need to be doing something to have worth. So we pray. And Jesus, we are sorry for placing others in material things like our cars, our TVs, our cell phone, our clothes, and our houses before you. So we pray. And Jesus, we are sorry for not believing that your plans are better than ours. So we pray. And Jesus, we are sorry for living in fear of death more than faith in you. So we pray. And Jesus, we are sorry for simply not repenting more. So we pray. And we offer this Mass for an infusion of the Holy Spirit, and we repent, Lord Jesus, for not asking to be filled with your Holy Spirit every day. So we pray. Jesus, please fill us with your Holy Spirit right now, so that when the storms come, we may run to the bosom of the Father, where all of the waves of the world are calmed. For we make all these prayers through the intercession of Mary on this, her day, as we all pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen.